Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Texas, a little rain out here in the atmosphere, which is nice, and uh, hope everybody is having a great day. Have a lot of fun stuff lined up for you, and uh, this is going to be uh, going to be a good show. We've got uh, Richard Justice. Um, we have uh, uh, we've, we've got a new Baylor coach is going to be coming on with us, and that's kind of fun. And uh, Aaron, you've got some of that. I know for Campus Confidential. That's a great thing. Uh, we'll get tuned into our usual app here in a minute. I sound a little different because I'm just on the, the phone, but I am uh, kind of making my way around the area because I have an event uh, tonight right here in Waco, Texas, a little athletics event. It's going to be fun, going to see a lot of people. And so I was uh, getting in uh, position to, uh, to do that this evening. And uh, who knows, Aaron, I may just – skate across town to see you in studio uh we'll make it uh, we'll make it work no matter what so uh we got a big one planned for you uh lots going on aaron's always as always has all his uh college stuff to get into and i mean it's just been a uh it's been a really uh interesting day i mean there's there's a lot going on i, I gotta say i've been reading a, a ton about the um about the Rangers and uh, I, as far as what Beasley is doing and, and how things are kind of uh, going with that team. And, and so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pleasantly uh, surprised by some things I'm hearing. The other thing I would say on a Rangers uh, standpoint that I'd like to look at today and Aaron, I, I want you to kind of be taking a peek at this. Uh, Josh Young is going to get called up here at some point. It's got to happen soon. He's killing the ball. I mean, he's, he is absolutely annihilating the baseball and it's, uh, it's exciting to see. And I mean, it's not like they're just stacked at third base. So I think, um, I think there is a chance that uh, they could, uh, do something there. So let's kind of take, let's keep looking they don't want to rush this. He was hurt to start the season, but ever since they brought him back up, has just been tremendous. And so uh, this is uh, this is a lot of fun, and we're going to keep you posted on that front. Lots to do today. We're going to hear a little bit later in the program from Dave Aranda. Uh, Aaron, I'm sure you've had a chance, by the way, to listen to or read that ESPN story that my longtime friend Dave Wilson did on um, on Dave Aranda, and it has to do with the Velveteen Rabbit, how different um, Aranda is. And, and uh, Aaron, I I just find it refreshing, interesting, way different for a college head coach to. Um, admit that 
hey, I need help, I need to change, I need this, to basically say, hey, Baylor's the best fit because, quote, this is according, by the way, to Novosad's father. He said, well, yeah, Dave just told us he's not going anywhere because Baylor will let him do his weird stuff. <laughs> I mean, I I just am, am so uh, pleased, and it's it's really the fit has been great. And in that story, it talks about, and we've heard it before, but it talks about how Dave Aranda was just in this extremely kind of quiet um, place to where he was just in a darkened room, always looking at film at LSU, and he'd shut himself out to everybody else and shut himself out to the uh, to the outside. And in that he, in some sense, he had obviously other opportunities. Other people wanted him to go. Part of the reason, not only did he think the Baylor was a great fit, um, but he, he thought it was a great fit for him personally, and he needed to get outside himself. And I've heard him say this before, but it was interesting to read again in this article, how he started to see a couple of his children um, uh, he thought they were going to end up like him. And as far as just being kind of machine-like, quiet, not, you know, such an introvert that they just wouldn't really relate to anybody. And, um, and, and he took this Baylor job as a challenge and because obviously he saw it as a great opportunity, but now he is with, uh, Baylor. Now, Aaron, I'm not going to get too far into this, but it was kind of funny. This guy who wrote the story for ESPN is a longtime buddy of mine. And for many years, we used to work together at the Dallas Morning News. And apparently, you know, it was, uh, there was a battle. I just kind of reached out and said, hey, you know, Dave, why don't you come on today? Well, somebody had asked him not to come on with us. And, and, and when I heard that, Aaron, I just said, Dave, you just do whatever you need to do. Do not worry about it because we're not – I'm not going to get into this. not going to get into one of these kind of things. But I did think that was funny. Aaron, there was, a, there was a fight over my old buddy from the Dallas Morning News to have him on today. Aaron, do you think we'll be able to get through the show today and, and without Dave Wilson coming on? Do you think we'll be okay? Yeah, I think it'll be okay. Okay, you think we'll be able to fight through? Yes. Okay, good, good. Uh, we're going to be able to do our thing, uh, but uh, I did find it. Uh, I did find that interesting. Uh, but we uh, there's just a lot about Aranda that's in there. Uh, even some stuff about the Velveteen Rabbit. Aaron was the Velveteen Rabbit. Was that anything that you uh, that you read back in the day? No, I I did not read that. I've heard of it, but never read it. Would you like to go back and make up for lost time? I feel like I feel like you would enjoy the. Uh, I think you would really enjoy the Velveteen Rabbit. Uh, but uh, it is uh, it is a book about a a basically like a rabbit that wants to be real, and I somehow. Dave Aranda has tied this in and used this thing like crazy as a uh, as a uh, metaphor, as an analogy, all of those things. And 
the Velveteen Rabbit is something we've heard him bring up before, and it's a book that uh, Berenstein Bears was something he brought up before. Aaron, I did reach out. This will be kind of fun. The In that story, there is a man that Aranda walked with on the beach and and um, and, and that had a profound impact on him that's known uh, for being like a world-class psychologist and a leader, uh, you know, helping people, equipping leaders. And it really was a, it, it played a huge role in Aranda's life. Well, I've reached out to that individual, the, uh, the world-class uh, psychologist. So Aaron, we'll try to have him on. And uh, I think that's Dr. Evans, I believe is his name, Jerry Evans. And we'll, uh, we will dig in on that. Now, reminder, we're closing in on, um, on these Cowboys. And it, it's, um, they, they have made it back to the Dallas area. Uh, they are in Frisco, and they'll be uh, doing tomorrow, I believe it's like a blue carpet type event. I think everybody dresses up, and people will be walking the carpet. This is going to be a big thing out at uh, out in Frisco. I don't know. I'm not dying to put a suit on. I may go out there to try to cover it, work the carpet, so to speak. But uh, this should be an interesting event. And, and so there's going to be this week uh, a few open practices if you uh, want to make the trip up from Central Texas or you're listening today in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you can, uh, you can kind of see what the Cowboys did. You know, looking back, Aaron, on Saturday, um, I would just say that, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's Saturday night. It was, it was a late game. And I think the entire story, the lead, has to be uh, turpentine. It, the fact that Cavante Turpin from TCU has a 98-yard um, uh, kickoff return for a touchdown, and then Aaron, what was the what was the punt return? Like 80 something yards. I mean, it, it, just unreal uh, what he did in that game. The speed, you know, the quickness to get off. that that was something that we have not really witnessed. Reggie Swinton had his moments like in preseason games, but really since Dion used to do punt returns, that, that's the only thing we've seen that, that really reminds me of what we saw Saturday night. That right there was something that, I mean, I, I can't, I can't get enough of. I mean, it, it's, it, it's, uh, it's unreal. And for people that are wondering, yeah, he went to TCU. He was also the uh, uh, the uh, MVP of the USFL this past year. Aaron, I think he might have been with the New Jersey um, Generals because uh, you know our buddy uh, Stretch was with the with the Philadelphia Stars. I think there was a even a higher level of play than we might have realized. But there he was, Kevante um, Turpin. Uh, just, just uh, remarkable what he did and in uh, in the way he played in that game. Um, from a, I, I just thought that was the huge part, identifying an enormous weapon. Now, some of the other players, Dowdle, I like him. Uh, I like I like this backup running back, Malik Davis. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. I he he absolutely. 
Malik Davis went JT Woods, the great Baylor safety, tried to come up and make a play on him, uh, the heartbreak kid, around the goal line or near the about the five yard line, and Malik Davis put his head down and I'm sorry. I mean I I want to see JT have a tremendous but that was your welcome to the NFL moment. He he was I mean Malik Davis put it on him. That is finishing a run. So uh, tremendous. In other Baylor preseason news, Aaron, I thought you would get a kick out of this one. The uh, did you happen to see what the the amount of tackles that Clay Johnston, former Baylor uh, linebacker, had for the Bengals in that preseason game? I did. Nice round number. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a singletary like game. First of all, I'm like, okay, are you going to leave Clay out there that long? Or maybe he just truly made every single play in that game. But uh, but former Baylor star Clay Johnston, um, I mean, it, it's just it's kind of wild to even say, but Clay, Clay Johnston had 20 tackles in a preseason game. 20 tackles. I mean, just just the kind of stuff that is just shocking. Um, uh, and so there, there was some of that. I thought for the Cowboys, um, uh, Simi, Simi, uh, 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 actually made some contested catches and looked okay. I think that Jalen Tolbert has the makings of something, had a wide open touchdown. He's got to get his foot down, cost his quarterback a touchdown because it's a, it was a wide open throw was fine. Didn't drag the feet, got a foot out of bounds. Can't do it. Can't do it. Got to, you know, got to make the play on that. And so, you know, as we continue to take a peek at these, uh, at these Cowboys wide receivers. All right, we're going to have some fun next. We've got a, we've got a guest coming up and uh, we will let you know who it is. It is a, uh, the newest member of the Baylor coaching staff joins us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast expects scattered rain and thunderstorms throughout Central Texas. That's going to last up until about 6 p.m. Tonight, cloudy with an overnight low near 75. Tomorrow, about a 50% chance of more rain and thunderstorms and an afternoon high near 88. Currently, the rain has cooled it off at 75 at ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Back to throw, check down, over the middle, intercepted by Diggs. Only heard here. Right sideline, 30, Diggs, 20, Diggs, out. All season. It's Trayvon. Touchdown. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Seahawks Friday night at 6 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFemfo.com. That's CampFimfo.com. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in a month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Mudfest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 26th and 27th. Some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks, tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to impress, plus kit power wheel races and more. It's the McLennan County Mudfest, August 26th and 27th. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Tickets are $20 for adults, $10 for kids 5 to 12, for and under free. Event is BYOB with a $10 cooler. Seating is limited, so bring a lawn chair. Special thanks to RDO equipment and slow blow trucking. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys get a win in their second preseason game, beating the Chargers 32-18. Former TCU star and USFL MVP Cavante Turpin was the star of the game with 189 return yards, including a kickoff return for a touchdown and a punt return for a touchdown. Monday Night Football tonight has Atlanta and New York Jets kickoff at 7 o'clock. The Carolina Panthers have named Baker Mayfield the starter for September 11th opener against the Cleveland Browns. Houston Astros drop a weekend series to the Braves. Astros will have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Texas Rangers try for a series win with the Twins after winning yesterday 7-0. Rangers and Twins tonight, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. That's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. 
And uh, Major League Baseball coming up 5 o'clock. Uh, Richard Justice on with us, uh, the decorated MLB writer. But Luke Simons uh, joining us now. He's making his way across the country. It's what basketball coaches do. It's a nomadic life. But uh, we're glad that he's going to end up right here in Waco, Texas. Luke, we're we're getting some of the coaches together tonight. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna join us, I don't know if you've made your way to Waco yet. I think you're in route, but uh, we would love to meet you in person. Congratulations on the uh, on the new gig. Yes, Matt. Thank you. Uh, greetings from soggy DFW Airport. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that slowed down some of your plans today, and. Um, you know, we, that's what happens around uh, Texas. It doesn't rain forever. And then it finally, when it rains, I think DFW had 10 inches at last count, either 9 or 10 inches. So I do hope you eventually make it to Waco. But, uh, well, congratulations. It's very uh, exciting. We were, uh, we were sad to see AD go. He'd had a tremendous impact at Baylor, but excited to get to know you and, and – uh, and boy, you have you are well traveled with your international having coach. I was looking at your resume, and Luke, you the uh, the Mongolian national team. I mean, it, you have really uh, kind of done it all. But uh, we're glad we've uh, we we got you back in the uh, in the states. Are you? Uh, do you still get out and uh, and get around the globe and 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 use all those international ties? Uh, uh, I would imagine you you still like to do some of that. Yes, sir, for sure. Um, you know, interestingly, speaking of AD and Baylor basketball in Mongolia, um, Jonathan Motley, Al Freeman, AD, and John Jacobs were all on a uh, trip to Mongolia with me several years ago. So uh, we've had familiar ties uh, with the Baylor program for quite a long time. Um, and the international ties, you know, I hope will always be there. Lately, uh, being full-time back in college basketball here in the States. It's been more of the international folks coming this way uh, for Final Fours and other coaching development opportunities. But uh, I keep the passport ready. <laughs> That's right. There's a few stamps on that thing. That is um, that is Baylor royalty, all those names you just said, especially Jacus. My gosh, I he'll be upset you didn't lead with him in that group you just threw out, but that's okay. Uh, and uh, the Athletes in Action uh, is what you were part of, and, and in fact, those AIA trips are uh, are really, really cool and really great opportunities. What did you, what was your first uh, impression? I would imagine you having been and coached with Bryce Drew, um, through Bryce, probably, and through being at Valpo, got to know the Drew family uh, pretty well. What was your What was your first meeting? Uh, did you meet Homer first, or or Bryce, or Scott? Who was the first Drew family member that you met? Well, Matt, I've been saving this nugget. Uh, Coach Scott Drew doesn't even know this yet, but uh, <laughs> Bryce, Bryce, and Homer might remember it. The very first interaction I ever had with a member of the Drew family was in the winter of 2006. And um, I, being a young, uh, didn't know anything about the business, high school coach in Northwest Indiana, put on my best suit and printed off a resume and drove up to Valparaiso, Indiana, 
I walked in the office and asked the uh, admin assistant if Homer Drew was available and wanted to give me a job. And uh, I'm sure you've interacted plenty with Coach Homer. I walked in his office and I got the kindest, most polite no that anyone's ever heard. And uh, I went on to the next <laughs> opportunity. But I'm very thankful that I've worked for uh, both of his sons now. Oh my, that's nice. I bet you did get dressed up, and and, uh, and you did have. I mean, you've you've got all kinds of Indiana ties with Shelbyville, and I. You know, it's funny. I start hearing names, and then immediately are, are towns, and I think back on certain players. And and you're a little younger than I am, but there was a player at Baylor in the late '80s, early '90s from Shelbyville. Indiana, and his name was Julius Denton, and uh, and and you'll meet him. He's still like involved in the boys and girls clubs of Waco. Did you have you ever heard that name? Oh, you better believe it. Um, the most important thing in my life growing up was Shelbyville High School football, Shelbyville High School basketball. My mother was actually the um, the cheer coach, which means that I was going to the games anyway. So I talked my way into being the, the little ball boy, water boy on the sidelines. So. Uh, growing up in the 90s in Shelby County, Indiana, everybody knows who Julius Denton was. And actually, a um, bit of a rival, but still uh, ties to the state of Texas and college basketball. Harry Larrabee is from Shelbyville, Indiana, and uh, played at the University of Texas. Went on to be uh, an athletic director at University of Alaska Anchorage and was uh, an integral part in the Great Alaskan Shootout. And uh, so, yeah, there's some state of Indiana, Shelby County basketball ties to uh, Texas collegiate basketball. Well, Julius and David Wesley played together, and they knocked out Nolan Richardson's number three Razorbacks, one of the great upsets, circa 1990 at a brand new, I think the Farrell Center opened in maybe 88. And so it was just brand spanking new. Now, Luke uh, uh, and Luke Simons joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Your timing's good. Uh, the pavilion, which I'm sure you've heard about, is uh, is in progress and should be ready for January 2024. Uh, but, you know, you, you've had an interesting path here recently, a college of Charleston, a Boston College. I know that coach you were with, Earl, uh, seem to have a great relationship with him what was it about this opportunity was it was it the full circle drew moment what was it that uh and obviously baylor winning a national title it's um it's very well known program but what what sort of made this an opportunity that you couldn't pass up you know it's it's the next challenge um you know coach grant uh provided a great opportunity uh for my family to go to the college of charleston and be there the final two years um they had really gotten things going and hopefully uh we did a good job of uh maintaining that standard and we were honored that we were given the opportunity to join them at boston college and uh you know it's a it's a real experience as coach grant says all the time he's been a part of three day ones and uh you know there's a big difference between being a part of day one at a program where you're trying to establish and build your culture versus being a part of year uh, 18 or 19 here at Baylor, and uh, you know it's a it's a different level of expectations and uh, different level of of uh, history and success here with the Baylor men's basketball program. And so 
that's a new challenge for our family. And honestly, you mentioned the pavilion and other opportunities here at Baylor. Uh, you know, that's a chance for me to really grow uh, as an administrator, as a director of basketball operations. I am uh, currently completing my master's degree from Boston College in sports administration. And the opportunity to work under Mac Rhodes and Don Rogers and their, um, you know, just their history in college basketball and their notoriety in this business felt like it was a great next step for my career. And then we have, you know, people who are pretty much family. Uh, you mentioned that John Jacobs might be a little offended that uh, I mentioned him last in that group of Baylor Bears that I took to Mongolia. Uh, John Jacobs played a huge role in my life. He, uh, he introduced me to my wife. We used to share an office together at AIA. He was her youth pastor when she was 13. Um, actually, the crazy thing is this weekend was uh, a big anniversary in our lives. And I actually proposed in Waco years ago when I was living in China uh, under false pretenses. We convinced my girlfriend, now wife, to get down here to Waco and uh, made a little proposal. So the Baylor family and the Drew family uh, is woven throughout our story. And it was just a great opportunity to join the family. Well, you made up for it there. Uh, Jacus is, I guarantee, you, out there kind of keeping score right now. Although he may be with the team, he is a he is a listener. Um, and uh, but that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Coach Jacus, the matchmaker, I yes, like sir. that. And uh, made the made the introduction. And uh, how many years of have you been married now? So uh, we're going into, it'll be nine, uh, but this weekend was a, a 10th anniversary okay. of first date. So. Oh, the first, okay, first date. It happened. I love that you've been all over the world, but you, this, this, uh, such a huge moment happened in uh, in Waco, Texas. I mean, can you yes, sir. can you reveal uh, where that where y'all uh, went on the first date? Uh, on the first date um, was uh, was back in Cincinnati. The proposal happened in Waco, and uh, oh. I was living in China. Did the proposal? Back, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Came back. Um, the pro- but from the pro- Beijing for the uh, for the NBA All Star Game and uh, hit up 135 Prime, got a really <laughs> nice meal, and then um, she said yes. Oh man, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's where that's where uh, Scott Drew takes like dignitaries. Unfortunately, I don't <laughs> think I really have qualified, but I, I, uh, he does take folks over there. But that's uh, that's big time, and I love that story. Now, director of basketball ops. For people that don't know, that can mean a lot of different things. Um, AD really loved working with some of the big guys at Baylor over the years. Uh, there's so much stuff that happens. I mean, I, I remember him being in charge of, like, the even when people would want to try to be student managers and he had to be in charge mm-hmm. of some of that. There's a lot that goes under that umbrella. What, what do you, from what you can tell, what will sort of be – your primary focus as a director of of basketball ops uh, at Baylor? Sure, yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing is um, sort of the daily calendar for the team and uh, travel. You know, it's a lot of, there are a lot of different people that have to go with the team uh, when we leave Waco. And there are a lot of people that are involved in the game day process, um, you know, when we're in town for a home game too. And so, keeping uh, SIDs and athletic trainers and strength coaches and managers and graduate assistants 
staff and players all on the same page, uh, getting them fed at the right time. Um, you know, there's there's kind of a a little bit of a cynical adage in the business that uh, when the ops guy is doing his job well, nobody notices, but when he messes up, everybody knows. And so you kind of just uh, <laughs> operate in the background, make sure everybody has what they need, and uh, you know, remove as many distractions as possible for the team to do what they need to do on the on the court. What, what has been your, uh, talking to Luke Simons, uh, who's just joined this Baylor coaching staff, your view of what Scott has built here and, and just your impressions from afar? Uh, I, I would imagine maybe you were even in that uh, that fabled uh, uh, gym. I say it's fabled. It was uh, any place where Baylor won a – and I went here, by the way. Uh, any place they won a national title becomes fabled to me. But you may have Third. been there for that uh, since that was kind of in your part of the world. What, what was that um, – watching that team, for instance, just that <laughs> with Maceo and – Jared and Davion, what was even before? Obviously, you knew you were going to end up on this staff. What were your impressions of of that team uh, and and the coaching staff? Sure, yeah, and you know when I was at uh, Vandy with Bryce, we scheduled, or I'm sorry, we uh, scrimmaged Baylor three consecutive years. So uh, we've had to do ah. game prep for Scott's teams in the past, and uh, I've had a lot of Baylor players with me uh, on different international projects and stuff. And, you know, I think the thing that impressed me the most about uh, Scott's players and his program is the really unique blend of toughness and gentleness that their team has. I mean, we've had, I mentioned some of the names of, of Baylor players and Baylor staff members that have traveled with me overseas. I've seen them interact with my wife and with my son, and I've seen them interact with people all over the globe. And, uh, you know, they're gentle, kind, loving people until it's time to get in a defensive stance or block out or get a stop. And then, you know, they're coming for your neck. And uh, just that that blend, um, you know, really speaks to a lot of kind of the, both things that, that Coach Drew's been trying to do with this Baylor program, which is bring its national prominence uh, when it comes to winning championships, but also to, uh, you know, bring notoriety to – Coach Drew's faith and Baylor's mission and uh, just the, the gospel focus behind Baylor Athletics. Okay, even if you haven't read Scott's new book, um, you know, at least fake it when you see him here in a couple of days. Just tell him you have read it and everything. I mean, that's he's been out doing book signings, and that's been a big deal. So, um, you know, secure a copy as quickly as you can. That's the uh, – that's the quickest way to ingratiate yourself with him, okay, is to, to make sure that you've uh, read that thing cover to cover. There's a copy on my mother's reading table in Nashville, Tennessee. It was the first thing she bought when I told her I got this job. So. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes, sir. That's great. Yeah, well, she's uh, – your mom has just become a, a huge Baylor fan uh, with you, so you could start sending her uh, – gear and all of that but uh listen i i'm i know it's been a crazy travel day because i'm uh i've spent i was in the metroplex earlier today i'm in central texas now so the insanity of the travel but it was fun and jacus does brag on you a lot and um i assume i saw a picture of you i assume you shaved your head 
to uh, to honor him, to honor Jacus. Uh, just out of your the only reason you know, why. That's the only reason I started cutting all my hair off. It wasn't because of any other uh, you know hair loss issues <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> well, by the way, you'll fit in fine on this staff. Okay, that's exactly there's not right. there's, there's, the... there's I, <laughs> it's. <laughs> You're gonna be you're gonna be just fine in that in that area. All right. Well, listen. Look look forward to meeting you in person. We're excited to have you, and uh, you'll hit the ground running. They're already in class, and so they're waiting on you, and uh, and they'll they'll be ready to go. And oh, by the way, you're inheriting some uh, some incredible players and talent. This is gonna be a deep team. So look forward to getting to know you, Luke. Thanks for doing this. Yes, sir. Thank you, Matt. There he goes. Uh, Luke Simons has uh, uh, has uh, joined the uh, joined the Baylor family, and uh, good to good to have him. Uh, comes from Boston College, and uh, by way of College of uh, Charleston, but also spent time with Bryce Drew at Vandy, and even uh, Valpo before that. And I love that story. He tried to get in there and get a job from Homer, circa. 2006. Man, that's right after Scott, not long after Scott had come to Baylor, and probably Homer had gone back to coach there. Probably Homer was coaching, and he couldn't quite get the job then, but years later, he did uh, land a job at Valpo about 2015 or 16 or something like that. So fun to visit with Luke. Great to have him, and uh, thanks to Matt Roberts for making that happen and over there, really doing a great job. Uh, he and David Kay, boy, uh, tremendous job there on the Baylor uh, SID beat for, for uh, many years, uh, uh, especially with David and now Matt taking over. So appreciate everybody and uh, on that front. And next, it's time to uh, visit with Aaron Sexton. What does he have in store for us on Campus Confidential? That's next. Recently on Game Time, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce Cherry. You know, when when I got to Waco '98, uh, you know, it, Dave he was done. He was retired from the trip, but he would still come around. I always said, you know, when he came into the newsroom, it was like Moses coming down from the mountain. You know, I mean, <laughs> and so he carried that much reverence, and yet he was just as approachable as your next door neighbor. Game Time weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're a treat you like family. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys get a win in their second preseason game, beating the Chargers 32-18. Former TCU star and USFL MVP Cavante Turpin was the star of the game with 189 return yards, including a kickoff return for a touchdown and a punt return for a touchdown. Monday Night Football tonight has Atlanta and New York Jets kick off at 7 o'clock. The Carolina Panthers have named Baker Mayfield the starter for September 11th opener against the Cleveland Browns. Houston Astros drop a weekend series to the Braves. Astros will have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Texas Rangers try for a series win with the Twins after winning yesterday 7-0. Rangers and Twins tonight, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Boy, that was fun. <clears throat> right there, um, getting to visit with uh, Baylor's newest coach, uh, coming in as director of ops. AD, if you're out there listening, no, we haven't forgotten you yet. Director, The previous director of ops, uh, Adidia Mahatra, uh, D, we call him, was just uh, just an awesome dude, great friend. But uh, I like the new guy, Luke. Uh, he was try- trying to travel through DFW and get here. He's had a lot of rain, a lot of a lot of adversity, but he'll make it in town. And his mom's already reading Scott's new book. I think that's good, and uh, he'll fit in fine. 
Aaron, the my measure of these guys is if, if they, you know, we, we get them on, we try them out, and uh, if they pass the test, we give them a thumbs up. And uh, I would say between Luke and Jacus and Scott Drew and Alvin Brooks the third, Nunes too, have enjoyed getting to know him a little bit, visiting with him on air. He was good. Um, this is good staff. Uh, uh, boy, the the the. Uh, Who's our man? Peterson? He's good. Golly, they got a good staff. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm not missing it. Tweedy, the legend himself, Tweedy Carter. I mean, this is a really fun staff. Sorry, Jerome. We do miss you, but, you know, they found there's life after Jerome Tang. I mean, it's hard to believe, but we've managed to move on with our lives. All right, Aaron, uh, barely, barely, Jerome. Um it is time for Campus Confidential. What's on your mind? We will start with conference realignment news. Rhett McMurphy of the Action Network reporting today that Oregon initiated preliminary discussions in Chicago with the Big Ten to determine if the Ducks are compatible. Outgoing Oregon President Michael Schill, A.D. Rob Mullins, and Big 12 Commissioner Kevin Warren were not involved in any of the discussions in Chicago, according to McMurphy. So... Big story if true, obviously, but who would that leave to have the discussions? Wow. I Say say the first part of that. I just read, for, for emphasis, read that. Start right from the top again. Sure. I'm, I'm so sorry, uh, Aaron. No, you're good. I'm, just, I'm a distractible player. I was getting some text messages based on our last interview. I think people really enjoyed it, and like a like like I usually do, I got distracted by it. Say it one more time, because I want to give you a full reaction on this. Okay. Well, obviously, after USC and UCLA left, there were phone calls that you know everybody made phone calls. Yeah. But according to Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. Oh, oh, I did see this. Okay. Yeah, he initiated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. That, that's interesting. Okay, but say okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll keep. I keep interrupting. No, go ahead. You're good. It, it just said that according to McMurphy's tweet and article, it said Oregon initiated preliminary discussions in Chicago with the Big Ten to determine if the Ducks are compatible in the Big Ten. So an, another sign or another report that okay. Pac-12 is is in trouble because. It's already looked like it was going to be nearly impossible to get Oregon and Washington to decide to sign a new grant of rights, even if ESPN's offer, which it doesn't look like it's going to be, was significant enough to keep teams from leaving. So uh, Pac-12 is just in a mess right now, and every report like this just further goes to destabilize it. And uh, I was going to make a joke about Pac-12 commissioner Klivkoff being quoted as saying, why would the Big 12 do this to us? But I figured I would leave that joke out. <laughs> okay, Aaron's got jokes. I like it. Bring the don't don't ever pass up a, a joke opportunity, especially especially the uh, the Pac-12 commissioner. We're okay with that. Uh, by the way, Thursday, I believe the new Big 12 commissioner, Brett Yormark, will be in Waco. And, you know, I plan to be there just to greet him. I've tried to get him on. I don't know. He may be like Dave Wilson and decide he wants to be on the internet rather than the radio. I don't know, but we'll uh, we'll get to the bottom of that. Now, Aaron, along with what you said, this makes sense now. There was another writer, and he was probably being kind of petty. What basically what this writer said, 
and, and, and now it to- makes total sense because he was reacting to this. I've been on, I've been on the road today. I, I I bet he was reacting to this report because what he said is that every president, if your school's not in the Big Ten or SEC, it's likely almost every school has called one of these conferences asking if they can get in. So I would imagine now that I know the full story, Aaron, that was probably a reaction to this so-called breaking news that, oh, Oregon has uh, reached out. Now, we do know this. When there's chaos, and we saw it with the Big 12, listen, every president's going to reach out and try to talk and try to connect. And it was happening with the Pac-12 and the Big 12 schools. It was happening with the Big 10. It was even happening with the SEC. Hey, is there anybody else you want? Don't don't think that that, that stuff wasn't happening. Do you think Texas Tech did not mention at some point to the SEC, hey, you want Texas and Oklahoma? Why not Tech? Why not Tech? You know, bring 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 us in too. All those kinds of conversations did take place. So, the fact that Oregon reached out, I I, I find it interesting. Um, but what I what I what the more important part than Oregon reaching out is how much was the Big Ten listening? And part of everything the Big Ten is doing right now is holding off to allow, to see if there's anything going on with Notre Dame. Okay, there's no, like, there's, there's, if, if Notre Dame wants to play ball, ACC, Big 12, SEC, there's no conference that wouldn't fall over backwards to take uh, Notre Dame. Aaron, do you agree with that? Is there any, would the SEC say, if Notre (laughs) Dame said, you know what? I'm not saying this will happen, but that'd be that'd be fun to go play with Alabama and Georgia and everybody. We 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 kind of like to be in the SEC. Would the SEC immediately vote to let them in? Oh, of course. It would be a very short yeah, process. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> it would be a very short yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oregon is having to kind of do this on its own. Now, if I'm Oregon, there's always strength in numbers. You better you better stick with Washington on these conversations. I don't know if you're I don't know if it suits you best going off on your own. You might want to be with the the Huskies or 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 with Stanford or whoever. But I I don't know if you want to totally be alone. But Aaron, just to just to make sure cuz this this story you're saying here really grabs my attention. Are you are you saying that a meeting will take place in Chicago between Oregon and in the Big Ten? No, the way Is that, that what's being reported? The way that the story sounded was that Oregon talked to officials while the Big Ten officials yeah. were in yeah. Chicago for media days. Or maybe not media days, but okay. recently in Where Chicago. The, well, Big Ten, I think, is based in Chicago. Yeah, so it just would have been it would have been, yeah, at their headquarters. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to dig into this one a little more, Aaron. Okay, and then we'll come back with some uh, with some stuff later in the program. But I, I, I do find Oregon's interest in the Big Ten, and it's 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 easy. You, 
you got USC and UCLA going to get an enormous part of this pie. The elevator clauses take this thing up to ten billion dollars. Okay, in that in that deal they just did with CBS and NBC and Fox. So why in the world wouldn't Oregon be exploring that? And it's a reminder that when our buddies and I, I want to have Kanzano on. I like I like John Kanzano, and I and I like um, who's the other guy Wilner. we like out there? Pack Pack Twelve. Yeah, I like Wilner. I mean, those guys do a pretty good job. Are they a little bit homerish with the the Pac-12? Sure. Are we a little homerish with the Big 12? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but uh, I I find yeah we need to dig in with those guys because they deep down they know that the Pac-12 could implode and they've said as much. But but they're also trying to point out the positives of the Pac-12 and I don't blame them for that. That's that's the part of the world they're in. And that's a huge part of their following. So I'm not going to sit here and, and, and get on to those guys for, for taking that, that route. Baylor senior offensive lineman Connor Galvin and junior defensive lineman Siaka Ika, Siaka Ika were both named second-team All-Americans by the Associated Press. That came out today. The, uh, the full teams released by the Associated Press obviously had – a number of Big 12 players on them, including Texas running back Bijan Robinson, made the first team at running back, and uh, Bijan Mustardson. <laughs> yes, Bijan Mustardson was first team running back. Um, Deuce Vaughn, the uh, Kansas State running back, was named All-Purpose Player. And I think that's it as far as the Big 12 on the offense. On the defensive side of the ball, Iowa State edge rusher Will McDonald IV made the first team, as did... Nope, that's it. So, two on the first team and then two Baylor Bears on the second team. So, Baylor has a chance to have multiple consensus All-Americans because uh, there's all, all, there's a, wow. there's been other... Uh, Baylor players named to first or second or third team preseason, uh, including transfer defensive tackle Jackson Player and uh, offensive lineman Jacob Gall. So Baylor could have multiple first team All Americans at the end of the year. Well, you know it happened last year, and uh, it's it's uh, it, it's you know Petrie was arguably, you could make an argument that uh, Jalen Petrie was the best defensive player in the country last year. I mean, he's just unreal. And and he had company. I mean, Terrell Bernard's unbelievable, and, and JT Woods, and, and, and it just it goes on and on. And uh, love Apuika getting the attention, getting the national attention. Galvin's really good. I mean, he's really good. I'd have a hard time thinking there anyone I don't know who the defensive tackles are in front of Apuika in terms of sheer size and talent and and athlete, I mean he and Jackson player are both incredible I mean this this is the best defensive line the Bears have ever put together all right Aaron save the rest we may come back to it okay at 520 but next we do have uh, uh, the great Major League Baseball writer uh, also writes for Texas Monthly Magazine. Richard Justice is his name. He joins us next. Hot, hot. Yeah. 
Hi, everyone. With the Cowboys Training Camp Report, I'm Christy Scales. The star of Saturday night's preseason win at the Chargers, dynamic return specialist Cavante Turpin joins us next. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, join us in celebrating the kickoff of football season with not one, but two exciting new events happening at the Star in Frisco on Thursday, August 25th. Stephen A. Smith and First Take are live from the Star starting at 9 a.m. Be there to show up and show out. Then stay afterwards for the inaugural season kickoff event presented by blockchain.com as Cowboys players and legends arrive on the blue card at 4 p.m. Cowboys Nation, you don't want to miss this. Visit thestarinfrisco.com. The Cowboys beat the Chargers 32-18 Saturday night in Los Angeles. It was 26-year-old rookie free agent Cavante Turpin, who in the past year has played in the European League in Poland as well as the USFL, became the first Cowboy to score touchdowns on a kickoff return and punt return in the same game. The diminutive but speedy receiver and return specialist was all smiles after the game. After all, he was toting home souvenirs for his biggest fan, the two footballs he kept after his scores. I told my mom the first touchdown my score, I was going to give her the ball, so I guess she got two balls now. After 28 days away from home, the Cowboys are back at the Star in Frisco. Players have today off, then tomorrow and Wednesday night's practices are open to the public. With the Cowboys, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Cars priced right of room at Richard Carr in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. At Richard Carr in Waco, Texas. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid of how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then head out to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center September 3rd and 4th. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, September 3rd, 9 to 5, and Sunday, September 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And uh, we'll hear a little bit from... Uh, Coach Aranda, who uh, we're getting closer. We're getting so close to the season, uh, less than two weeks away. And uh, Albany comes into Waco. Always uh, always got to respect the Great Danes when they show up. And then, of course, a trip out to Provo. Come on now. That's going to be tough. Uh, BYU, I believe Texas State gets involved in a matchup in there. And then you get the conference slate going. So, gonna be a lot of fun uh we'll get to get to hear a little bit from uh from uh uh from dave aranda coming up at 5 20 we're continuing we're gonna get uh trying to get uh richard justice on richard is gonna uh, start the five o- off with us and um uh, uh he is uh i hope we ha- we haven't been intercepted Somebody may have tried to get him on. Earlier today, I was battling with somebody over a guest. Never thought I would be, but it happened. Uh, but uh, Richard will, Richard generally, I mean, my gosh, for years, he's come through. Uh, he has an interesting story that grabbed my attention in the uh, in Texas Monthly. Uh, he writes for TexasMonthly.com, a uh, publication I used to write for. And he was writing about baseball, something he knows extremely well uh, from his time with uh, MLB Network and MLB.com. And then he, for many, many years, he was at Houston Chronicle. But it is it is it is hard to believe how thin a resume that Chris Young has, the young executive taking over for the Rangers, and how 
rare it is that in this day and age, whether it be Wall Street or data-driven, you know, the, the people that take over these teams are not always former players. You think Theo Epstein, you think John Daniels, think any of these people played any ball? No. They're people who, you know, it, it got it got into becoming a thing about finding these Ivy League numbers-driven, and, and what you need are people that can do it all. And but but again, if you hire all the right people, you can have a, a good organization and figure it out. I mean, like the Astros put something together. Uh, obviously, they got caught doing some things, and people paid for it with their jobs. And yet, what they put together has kept them in the hunt year after year after year. They've become the owners of the AOS. It's hard to believe that the Rangers, from about 2010 to 2016, were the owners of the AOS. They they were. They just had, had a tremendous run. John Daniels had a great run. And, of course, the, the debate will always be between some folks of whether, um, you know, how how much of it was Nolan and how much of it was John Daniels. We talked to uh, two people last week when the whole Rangers thing went down that have polar opposite views on that. Um, you know, my, my old cohort, radio cohort, Randy Galloway, um, believes it was all Nolan in a lot of ways. And, and Nolan does deserve a lot of credit, I think. But it's somewhere in the middle. I mean, it's not, shouldn't be all Nolan, shouldn't be all John. Nolan lent a, a, a lot of credibility to what the Rangers were doing. But he wasn't out there executing all these trades. He wasn't coming up with all the, the analytics to all this. Nolan was a tremendous front man uh and again he oozes credibility because of his career who he is what he's done in business the whole thing but you know it, it'll it'll always be a debate between rangers fans and i would say rangers fans love nolan so much that it's hard a lot of times not to give him the lion's share of the credit whether that's fair or not that's kind of the way the thing uh came down now while we're waiting for uh, richard and we may who knows richard may have texted me i was just texting him to see what was going on um i, I want to go back to something and we'll at 5 20 we'll uh, hear a little bit from uh, dave aranda and and i i just and there was a story written about him that was really good um i think I, i'll tell you that story and it talked to Ron Roberts. It talked to Joey McGuire. Um, it, it it really speaks to a guy that knows who he is, knows his strengths, knows his weaknesses. Is he an absolute defensive guru? Yeah, he is. Does he know, like, who's – I mean, he just – he almost, at one point in his career, would have been content staying in a dark room, watching film all day, and never having to do media. Now, does he jump at every chance to do media now? No. Is he good at it? He is. He's actually really good at it. Now, there are times when, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's out there seeking out. There are other, I mean, Joey McGuire was born to do interviews and do media and be out front because he is 
a huge uh, extrovert. And, and, and I think he and Dave were good for each other because you have one guy who's a big extrovert, one who's introvert. Now, interestingly, in the off season, you know, we're allowed to sometimes hear from the assistant coaches. During the season, there are uh, you don't hear from the assistant coaches. That's completely different. Rule was was all for the assistant coaches talking. He was fine with that, and uh, it was always interesting to see. Um, Scott Drew loves it. Part of, maybe Scott just thinks, well, I don't have to do all the interviews if I let my assistants do it. But 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 it's allowed John Jacobs and Alvin Brooks III and Jerome Tang to get more exposure. Uh, whether it's the you know my show, other shows, Morris, Tom Barfield, you know, letting these assistants do interviews is a thing. But I think Dave Aranda came up in a different way of thinking. You know, he's been at places where during the season there was only one voice. That's kind of an old Bill Parcells thing. Now, what's funny is I used to. He, I used to think it was a, a, a good thing when Parcells wouldn't let his uh, assistants talk. Now, why is that? Well, they would get so mad at him when I covered the Cowboys back in the early 2000s. Um, that Well, actually from 2003 to 2006. They, they stayed so mad at him that privately they wanted to talk. They wanted to get things off their chest. The assistants did. So him not letting anybody do interviews... Uh, played right into my hands. It's a little different now, what we do, uh, with the radio being the focus and doing some of these interviews and, and uh, all of that. I, You know, I I only wish we could hear more from, uh, from Jeff Grimes because I think, he's, I think he's capable of being a tremendous head coach. And I think maybe getting to do more interviews would help that. That's not what Aranda and his group want um, right now. Not, not that they, they would never hold him back. And listen, Joey Joey ended up getting um, a head coaching job, and it's not like he was out last year doing a whole bunch of interviews. So it works either way. Coaches who can coach, people know. And we saw Coach Grimes recently um, uh, get mentioned in an ESPN article. Also, another guy we had on, uh, Jeff Trailer, all these Jeffs, um, that that from UTSA, that was was called of all the uh, head coaches from Group of Five and all that kind of stuff, he was number two in the country as far as like the 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 biggest up and coming coach, which is kind of funny because he's fifty four years old. Trailer's been around; he's done his thing, but um, but but he he obviously has really really impress some people number one in that in that uh in in that list was the guy from coastal carolina jamie chadwell and uh chadwell i think is how you say his name and he's he's a really really fine coach and uh uh aaron off the top of your head can you name the mascot for coastal Car- carolina without looking it up what is the mascot for coastal carolina Ooh, I'm blanking. You, you got this. Coastal Carolina, and I saw them. The Chanticleers. Oh, okay. the Chanta- yeah, no, I, the I Chanticleers. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> I, 
I feel it's either the Chanticleers or the Chanticleers. I think you maybe see Chanticleers. And I think it. I think their mascot comes from, like, some old literary stuff. Um, that That's a, uh, a, a, a Chaucer. I want to say their mascot comes from some of Chaucer's uh, writings or writing over the years. And uh, so interesting, interesting stuff there, Aaron. I thought we'd get literary there. I, I don't know what's become of Richard Justice. He was ready to go. He was excited earlier. Um, okay, no, that's not him. I, I heard a text come in, so I was looking. So, Aaron, we can keep we can keep a window open for uh, for Richard if it comes to pass, and we'll we'll throw him on there. But uh, man, that was fun earlier today. We had Luke Simons on, and uh, that's the new. Um, director of ops, uh, the basketball director of ops for the Bears, and uh, he was traveling. Matt Roberts really pitched in there and helped us in a big way. And I'm telling you, I, I think that um, I think that mm-hmm. uh, Simons is going to be really, really good. He's had a he's had an interesting career. He's been with Bryce Drew, um, you know Baylor. Coaches just don't leave; they they never do. I mean, they stay forever. Uh, Jerome Tang had some opportunities; he stayed forever. He finally got a Power Five conference opportunity, and he did leave. Nobody, Aditya Mahatra could have gone with um, with Jerome. I mean, Aaron, you heard that story the other day. Could have could have gone with. Um, uh, I mean, Jerome wanted him bad. And either out of just absolute loyalty to Scott or or just what he said to us is he could not imagine being on the other bench and, like, coaching against Baylor. Like, that's where the passion was. That's where the love. So the reason he left was he got a a front office-type position with the Phoenix Suns. And, and what it sounds like AD is going to be doing, this is the, the nine-year uh, veteran uh, coach for the, for the Bears. He's going to be getting to do a little coaching. He's going to have some supervisory role with the uh, scouting staff of the Phoenix Suns. And so there'll be some coaching. There'll be some scouting. And, and he kind of joins in, in, in what would be sort of a, uh, a front office type role with the Phoenix Suns. It just so happens with Ish Wainwright, the former Baylor great, and um, and two former GAs from Baylor that have ended up with the Phoenix Suns. It used to be all the Bears were in Utah. Now a lot of Bears are ending up with the Phoenix Suns. So it's a good pipeline. It's an exciting pipeline, and um, it's one that uh, we're excited for AD, but also excited to uh, meet Luke Simons as he rolls into town um, trying to make his way up from DFW Airport where they had 10 inches of rain in the past 24 hours. They had eight at Love Field today, which is uh, in Dallas proper out by Bachman Lake. At eight, at least eight inches at Love Field, 10 inches in the past 24 to 48 hours at, uh, at DFW. Okay, so pretty, uh, pretty wild times. Uh, and then last thing I'll say before we get to some Miranda, what a, what a tremendous, uh, what a tremendous outing that was for Cavante Turpin for the Cowboys the other night. Uh, this was, uh, uh, Saturday night, 
9 o'clock p.m. kickoff. Of course, we had the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. And there was a level of speed, cutting, shiftiness that you just you just don't see. You just don't see. I mean, it, it's it's pretty rare. I mean, I in the NFL now again, did they have some of their subs or are they going to have better um, uh, special teams players out there in a regular season game with the Chargers? Probably so, but I don't care. These are former college stars. There's some NFL players out there trying to earn a job, uh, earn a position, and, and and basically by halftime, this guy had already put on a show with a punt return for a touchdown and a 98-yard kickoff return. His job is secure. There's no reason to throw him into a game in this last preseason game against Seattle, and he'll be ready to go, and he'll be your return man uh, September 11th as the uh, as the Cowboys open the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right? So uh, I just I thought I would add that. What an amazing, an amazing uh, game that was, and you don't always learn that much in preseason games. You see some good things, but what Turpin did is so rare that you have to, even in a preseason type game, you've got to be excited about it. All right, next we hear from Dave Aranda. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast expect. Continued light rain throughout central Texas for about the next hour or so. Tonight, cloudy skies. We'll see a low near 73. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high near 90. Currently, it's 75 at ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris everybody beginning a new school year with our daily Baylor sports feat coming up today we've got soccer with the regular season underway volleyball beginning this week and football on the horizon it's all straight ahead on today's Baylor sports beat light the tower green the Baylor Bears are big 12 conference champions want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th one lucky winner and a guest will receive round trip airfare hotel accommodations and tickets to the game register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau this exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. This is Walter Abercrombie, Executive Director of the Baylor Bee Association, with a special invitation to join us November the 18th for our 2022 
Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor induction banquet. This year's class includes Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Robert Griffin III and Dope Field from Baylor football, Jeremy Alcorn from men's golf, Taylor Barnes Fallon from volleyball, men's basketball standout Tweety Carter, baseball's Josh Ludi, and Gary Kafer and Quentin Eichelhart Summers from track and field. Also recognized will be former Letterman and decorated Air Force pilots Colonel Tyree Newton and the late Colonel Wilbur Mahaffey as the latest additions to the B Association's Wall of Honor. The induction banquet will be held November the 18th at the Cashin Building on the Baylor campus. For tickets or table sponsorships, contact Tammy Harden at 254-710-3045 or email her at Tammy underscore Harden at Baylor.edu. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Welcome back and welcome in to a new school year of our daily Baylor Sports Beat. Baylor soccer under new head coach Michelle Leonard, the first sport on campus to begin the new season. They opened on Friday after a long weather delay. They finished with a 1-1 draw against Minnesota. Then turned around and played again on Sunday. The match moved up two hours to get ahead of the weather. They dropped a 2-0 decision to Wisconsin. Soccer now a couple of matches this week in Austin against Florida on Thursday against North Carolina on Sunday. Baylor Volleyball picked second in the Big 12 preseason poll and number 16 in the nation, finished in the Carroll Center with a thrilling 3-2 win over Texas A&M. Volleyball now opens the regular season this week in Fort Worth, part of the Big 12 Big Ten Challenge. Baylor plays fifth-ranked Minnesota on Friday, third-ranked Wisconsin on Saturday. And we're 12 days away from kickoff for Baylor football. The Bears opening Saturday, September 3rd at McLean Stadium, hosting the University of Albany Danes. The Baylor Albany season opener, a 6 p.m. kickoff at McLean Stadium, September 3rd. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys get a win in their second preseason game, beating the Chargers 32-18. Former TCU star and USFL MVP Cavante Turpin was the star of the game with 189 return yards, including a kickoff return for a touchdown and a punt return for a touchdown. Monday Night Football tonight has Atlanta and New York Jets kickoff at 7 o'clock. The Carolina Panthers have named Baker Mayfield the starter for September 11th opener against the Cleveland Browns. Houston Astros drop a weekend series to the Braves. Astros will have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Texas Rangers try for a series win with the Twins after winning yesterday 7-0. Rangers and Twins tonight, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we roll through a Monday, and uh, we'll hear from Dave Aranda tomorrow, because Richard Justice is now available, and uh, Richard has uh, been uh, covering this Rangers situation, and Richard, it's uh, always good to catch up with you, but uh, I the Rangers, you know, usually once uh, the Cowboys get going, especially in recent years, it's, uh, it's slim pickings for the Rangers. But they did go ahead and kind of take charge of uh, of of the uh, of the news cycle last week. They didn't mess around. I I don't think it was any surprise that um, Chris Woodward got fired. He he's one of the nicest people I've ever known. So is John Daniels. And I'll say this, if you put Chris Woodward in a different situation, if you made him the manager of the Houston Astros, they'd have probably at least as many wins as they do right now. Uh, the, the criticisms internally with the Rangers was that he didn't have any leadership. He didn't show – I don't know if leadership is the right word. I never know what that is. Dave Aranda would have a better definition of that than, than, than I would. <laughs> but they didn't have any leadership in the clubhouse either. Like Corey Seager signed for all this money, and he's basically a non-presence in terms of leadership. And I don't even know what that means because when I was in Baltimore, Cal Ripken and Eddie Murray were criticized for not having any leadership. But they only, you know, they were only the two of the ten best players in in the game at the time. Both went to the Hall of Fame, so it's it's, it's different. But if you're managing the Astros and you go in there and you have a clubhouse that has Justin Verlander and Jose Altuve and Michael Brantley and Alex Bregman, then all of a sudden, and Martin Maldonado, the, the engine is just fine. It takes care of itself. So I don't think – I think you put him in a different situation with a better roster, better players, he'd do just fine. John Daniels, I love the guy, but there's no defending, you know. I mean, they had – their player development system, they have not had a contribution from a first-round draft pick since they took – Mark Teixeira in 01 or 02. And that's, I mean, they had whole drafts that were wipeouts, and that's just impossible to defend. Yeah, it's, uh, and I'm with you. I like John a lot, too. I, you know, it, it was kind of amazing that Ray Davis stuck with him for so long. And then at the end of all that, gives him sort of an ungracious. Uh, goodbye. Uh, you know, announces in a press release he's, that right. well, Matt, uh, okay, Matt, yeah, he's been relieved of his duties. Yeah, right, Matt. Matt here's what happens when these billionaires buy teams. 
they come in one of two forms. Either they assume that they know everything. I think the Cowboys have one like that, that they are the smartest people in the room and that they ought to be in charge, that it's not that complicated. Uh, Daniel Snyder with, with the, the Washington football team, I certainly I saw it firsthand with Peter Angelo and the Orioles. Or they assume they don't know anything and they latch on to the only person they know that knows anything. We had that in Houston with Bob McNair, a fine man. But the only person he knew in the NFL was Charlie Casserly. And so everything Charlie Casserly said was biblical. And eventually there comes a time where you just throw him out the door. You know, and it does, do you think Ray Davis sits around and looks at the drafts of the A's and the Brewers and, you know, and studies all that? Do you think he goes to owners' meetings um, and, and, and just looks around the room and go, what do they know that I don't know? Like, if you're, if you're on a team, you ought to be a fan. You ought to say, what do the Tampa Bay Rays know that I don't know? What are the Milwaukee Brewers and the, uh-huh. and the uh, San Francisco Giants? They don't do that. So he knew John, and I, I didn't think John would be fired. In fact, I, I thought Chris Young was more likely to be fired. And, and here's the other aspect of that. If you've got a $2 billion, $2.5 billion industry, you need the most important position in that industry, in that business, is the president of baseball operations. You're going to conduct a worldwide search. I mean, you're going to go look at the Tokyo Giants and every team and try to get the best person ever. Instead, you hand it to a guy, Chris Young, maybe fine, but he has basically no resume and no qualifications for the job. And when you think about all that's involved in that position, hiring scouts, an organization. Do you have data analysts? Do you have infrastructure? And it's hard to do now because these teams are so secretive. I I know a guy that that told me one time, uh, the Yankees have the largest analytics department in baseball. And I said, well, how do you know that? Because they're so secretive about who's on their payroll and all. He goes, because I went through LinkedIn and looked at every employee of the New York Yankees. And if the guy had an MIT uh, an economics degree from MIT. I didn't figure he was the double A pitching coach. All this is Chris Young qualified <laughs> to set up an organization. There's no question he's not. He may do fine. Who's he going to listen to? You know, the funny thing is, John Daniels was this young guy from Cornell. We all assumed he was one of the nerds, but he was never that. He was a traditional player development guy that was the Rangers got so far behind in the data information age. And I, I don't know if they can catch up. And it takes millions of dollars in infrastructure and in hiring data. And then the paranoia that comes with it uh, in, like, what's the next next great thing? These guys spend so much time. What do the Dodgers know that I don't know? What are the Yankees doing that we're not doing? It's a, it's a, it's, I mean, if he stops and thinks about all that, he, he might be overwhelmed if, if he's smart. Yeah, it's uh, boy, it's amazing to think that Ray spends what five hundred million. It's kind of like Ray woke up and said, "Hey, okay, got this new ballpark. Let's go out and 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 spend enormous money on these two players." And and then of course it's like, "Well, wait, why aren't we winning? Aren't we supposed to be winning?" And and you know, I I don't know exactly know what they expected, but you look at the rest of the team, you look at the rest of the roster. This is a team every year, Richard. When we talk, we're like. 
you know, first of June, maybe. They're kind of like, oh, we're hanging in there. This is kind of interesting. And then, of course, it catches up. Uh, it, and and they just fade um, and and I don't I don't know what the it, it, but I th- I find that interesting what you're saying about Chris and I lo- I liked your column uh, in Texas Monthly just the thinnest of resumes and and, right. and this guy was propped up based on hey he MLB loved him oh Rob Manfred loved this guy well that doesn't mean he was doing the things that you just mentioned and putting all these things together uh, the fact that Manfred enjoyed being around him in the in the Major League Baseball, so it is amazing what these people tell themselves to 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 give these jobs. Uh, and 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 that's interesting what you said about John. I mean, I you you look at him and you think wonky dude from Cornell, but right. to see the the Rangers fall so far behind in that area is stunning, because we think right. that all these guys are just so brilliant that that could never happen. And here's the other thing, Matt. You can't buy a contender. You can't spend your way back into contention. You cannot do it. The Yankees and the Red Sox can't do it. When you look at their championship teams, their best teams, look at how many homegrown players are on that team. And if they can't do it, I mean, you just can't do it. If they can't do it, then the Texas Rangers certainly can't do it. It it, it comes down, and it's, it's player development. It's the draft. The Dodgers are the gold standard and everything. And one way to know that is to look how many ex-Dodger employees are running other teams. And, uh, you, you know, like, so what are they going to do to prop up the rotation? They're going to go get two starting pitchers? Well, you need ten. How, you know, look at how many starting pitchers you need in a year. You need you need, you need, need seven, eight, nine quality starting pitchers. All they, they can – they need all those guys, Cole Reagan, Kuma Rocker, all those guys to come through. But they're not going to come through next year. The, the Kansas City Royals built a model franchise. And those guys started, Sal Perez and those guys started arriving in 2011 and 2012. Well, when did they become good again? It was 2014. Those guys, Moustakas, Hosmer, um, uh, they had to go up and come back and succeed and fail. And just when all of Kansas City wanted to throw Dayton Moore out on his ear, and the owner, um, David Glass, would not do that, in the All-Star break of 2014, they turned everything around. But when you think 2011, that's the end of the road. We're, we're, we're where we need to be. And believe me, that farm system they had is better than the one the Rangers have. And the one the Rangers have is pretty good. It takes time, and you got to be patient. And But you can't do it through free agency. Wow. It is uh, Richard Sorry Justice be, uh, joining the Matt Mosley uh, show. <laughs> Sorry to be a... Uh, no. Negative, but I mean, it takes time. You know, in the meantime, like they have, what do they have going for them? They have money to spend. They have a spectacular ballpark. They have a bunch of players in the system that now people think are going to be good because when, you know, two years ago, they had nobody. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're poised to be good. And not just that, like Evan Grant's been writing about this. When is Josh Young coming up? Tomorrow. By the end of the season, that's for you. That's for you know. When George Springer arrived in Houston, people could look out there and go, "Okay, I see the future, and it's not too bad." And that's what Josh Young represents. But the idea that they're going to zoom past the Rays and the other teams and be in the playoffs next year—I mean, I hope maybe they will. It's easier to get to the playoffs now, but uh, man, it's a long road. 
Yeah, talking to Richard Justice on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and it has been interesting to watch and uh, to see where this thing's headed. From a managerial standpoint, does Tony Beasley, I mean, that, that guy seems like, um, uh, Richard, I, I like his, uh, on Twitter, I mean, the guy has some good motivational stuff. It kind of gets me going, you know, the uh, some of those devotionals that he does. It, it, this is a guy that's been around for a long, long time. And 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 he he gets a little bit of an audition. Now you and I both remember Bogar got an audition. What did he do? Won a bunch of games, and they ended up hiring Jeff Bannister. They didn't hire him. Um, is this Beasley thing a real look, or do you see them going like a whole different direction? And and do any of these sort of older, the Madden, Bochi, any of the uh, the veteran names do anything for you? No, they don't. Any of them do anything for me. I think you got to hire a young guy, a younger guy. Tony's not a young guy. He's a younger guy. He's an energetic guy. He's a power positive thinking guy. But I, th- I always saw Chris Woodward as all those things too. I always thought he was great. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he was knocked. I think knocked by the front office for not punishing players. You know, and I, there's a story going around that Odalis Garcia on against a do not steal sign and the front office were upset that he wouldn't bench him the next day but instead Chris talked to him and said X, Y, and Z and Adelise understood that um, I think it, I think I, I mean I don't think they have any I don't think there would be a problem with hiring Tony but what you have to understand is that the game has changed and you have to let him know that, that things like lineups pitching matchups Late inning strategy. I mean, late inning um, pitching matchups that you have available that day. Um, a lot of those are going to be dictated from the front office, and um, you know, like a Dusty Baker in Houston. I don't think he likes that, and I think that's why if he didn't go to the World Series, Astros probably are getting a new manager. It's a new game. None of these guys, none of these guys, uh, like being told what to do. But that's the world we live in now. And don't call it analytics. I, I, you know, people rip analytics. Just call it information. Oh, are you saying you don't want more information, that you have all that you need? Um, so, you know, and that's another thing. You know, Chris Young had played for a lot of managers. But do you go and does he know what made him tick? Does he know the problems they dealt with every day? And all of that. I mean, I you know, I I used to AJ Hinch. We just have players lined up at his door. You know, I got my wife this, my uh, brother this. You know, like you're a, you're a counselor, a camp counselor. You're a parent. You're a friend. <laughs> you're a you're a, a a guy that has to kick them in the butt one day and put your arm around the neck. It's a, and more than anything else now, it's, it's dealing with the information from upstairs selling it to the players. I know a manager, still a manager right now, player came in, upset he wasn't in the lineup, and the players started the conversation with this. Well, I know you had nothing to do with it. And the guy goes, like hell I didn't. And he let the guy talk him into the lineup that day. And I said, well, what happened? What did the front office do? And he goes, I have no idea. I'll probably have a letter in my file somewhere. But that's the game now. Wow. Yeah. And, and that, you know, I hear you say that, and I think about, like, Galloway covering it forever. And, I mean, that was one of the reasons. I mean, you know, 
just that that thought of it being done that way you're talking about now you know he couldn't accept that like that was like a horror you know there was thoughts even with wash oh john's telling him what to do well that was already starting to happen around baseball but right it, uh, but, but if it's, they have people, more information yeah than you like i, I mean i never thought yeah. it was in the, in the movie Moneyball, you know, it's like, oh, the wall, there's a wall here. You don't tell me what to do. I don't tell you what to do. Well, look, boys, we're all on the same page. Let's tear down the wall. And let's, yeah. let's have this. The question is, is that you have to have respect. Like, I guarantee you the Dodgers dictate that Ryan Lanham's for Dave Roberts. But I also guarantee that Andrew Friedman respects the job that Dave Roberts said and the effort he gets out of his players every day and how he's able – in collaboration with the front office, if they listen to him, he listens to them, and together they get what they can from the players. Now, again, that's a situation where who's the leadership on that team? Well, they got they got Justin Turner, they got Clayton Kershaw. You know, they're in pretty good. You know, Chris Taylor, Chris Owens. They're in pretty. Chris Taylor is it? Chris Owens, Chris Taylor. They got pretty good. They got a pretty good thing going. Taylor. But um, so that's that's what we're dealing with. But the you know, the overall point is, Chris, you're like the bus, the dog that caught the bus. Now what are you going to do with it? It's it's, it's, a, it's a huge challenge. Yeah. Well, Richard, great catching up with you. Did you get, um, did you get excited about Sark doing, uh, <laughs> you know, sent Bianco out the other day to, to basically tell the guys, hey, uh, we're starting uh, yours. We got Quinn Ewers starting. Everybody, I just want to let everybody know uh, that that was interesting because I think somebody put their neck out on the line and said, "Okay, they're going with Hudson Card," and that did not work out. Which uh, that's a whole separate uh, discussion hey, on hey. fan sites and all that. But <laughs> I'm on the Dave Aranda bandwagon. Okay, like I, I don't even. I'm going to try oh, to get good. That, I'm going to get that degree transfer program. I'm going to tell people I went to Baylor. I tell, I've been telling them I went to Alabama. Baylor by Alabama. choice. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we'd love to have you, and uh, all you need to do is uh, read the vel- refamiliarize yourself with the Velveteen Rabbit and things like that. Dave Aranda, uh, Baron Saint Bears. <laughs> he's a, he's an he's an interesting guy uh, for sure. Richard, have a have the uh, have a great one. Good catching up with you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Matt. You bet. You bet. There he goes, Richard Justice. The man writes for uh, Texas Monthly. Had a big story on the Rangers the other day on TexasMonthly.com. You might want to check out. And uh, and he's really familiar. He's had a long relationship with John Daniels and, and the whole group there. And so has a lot of good stuff on that front. And then, of course, covered the Astros forever. Was a columnist for the Houston Chronicle. And then went over to uh, the MLB Network, MLB.com. And now writes for texas monthly all right uh i'll tell you what let's um we'll look we'll come back here in a second and wrap things up with a quick dismount and then get you ready for some rangers baseball they got twins first pitch at 610 you'll hear it right here on espn central texas
Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your home for the Waco Lions, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegel at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're treat you like family it's time now for the dismount on the matt mosley show on espn central texas or just the dismount 
And we got to say goodnight. Get out of the way because uh, Rangers baseball is coming up. Tony Beasley style. And uh, always good to talk to uh, Richard Justice. I mean, he is a... Uh, he is really, really good on baseball and has been for a long time and and just has an understanding about uh, analytics and information and all of that and kind of where the Rangers are. So Rangers are in an interesting spot. As he said, Chris Young, I mean, maybe a weird hire in some sense, not a lot of experience, but also an organization that has a lot of talent on the way. And so... I think some people look at the organization and think, ah, it's not as great as it could be. I think it's okay. I mean, I think there are some young arms that will be arriving soon. And as I was saying earlier in the program today, Josh Young could get the call up at any minute. I don't know what the holdup is. Maybe, you know, the fact that he was hurt earlier this year, they want to give him plenty of time, but he's he's just tearing it up. I mean, Josh Young right now, is is like well over a thousand OPS. I mean, I think it's like eleven or twelve hundred. Power off the charts. The former Texas Tech star is is ready. I mean, I I mean, I I don't even care if he boots everything hit over there. Let him get to the plate and see what he does at the major league level. Now, if I thought it was rushing him, then you hold off. But. Josh Young's 23, 24 years old, had a great career at Texas Tech. He's ready. I mean, he really is. Now, this team, I don't I don't blame them for being gun-shy because they've been pitiful with their draft picks and their first-round picks, to be exact. And as Richard was saying, I mean, my gosh, when you have to go all the way back to Teixeira to really say, hey, oh, he hit on a big, hit on a big draft pick. I mean, Gallo, sadly, thought they had something with him, and then Joey ends up just flatlining. They try to get something for him, goes to the Yankees, can't do anything. Now he's been moved again. See if he, they see if they can, you know, rescue something in his swing. Uh, some guys have really bad swings, and they go somewhere else, and they went, they go crazy. Happened with Chris Davis several years ago. Leaves the Rangers, ends up going to Baltimore, hits a million home runs. All right, they got mad at Nelly for some different things that we don't have time to get into. He's hit a million home runs since. All right, that's that's that was a bad moment for John Daniels, getting mad at Nelly and, and deciding not to try to keep him. They could have kept him for nothing, basically, and they didn't. And the guy has gone on to literally hit probably 250 home runs since then. At least 200. I mean, he just hits a hits a ton every year. He's still hitting home runs. I mean, he may never may never retire. He's 41 years old or something. 30, maybe 40. Uh, unbelievable guy. Unbelievable player. All right. It is the Matt Mosley show. Uh, unfortunately, we have to say goodnight to you. And uh, I've got an attended event here in Waco. And it'll be a lot of fun, and it'll be uh, very exciting. It involves Baylor athletics. All right, we will uh, talk to you tomorrow right straight at 4 o'clock, okay? Do not be late. Lots on store, lots in store tomorrow. Uh, Everybody have a great evening. And stay tuned. Rangers baseball is next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
In my podcast, 